Live from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6 at 5.30. This is a News 6 Plus takeover. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's Fourth Estate. Hey, welcome back. We've got a saucy edition of Florida's oh. Fourth Estate for you today. I think you could call it Floridians behaving badly. And yes, we're oh. Flor- Florhitians because we're hitting each other hideous. apparently and we are hideous. hideous at times yes glad to have you with us though we've got a great guest as well who's drawn the attention from maybe the most famous man in the world right now Elon Musk we got a great one for you I'm Matt Austin and I'm Ginger Gadsden thank you so much for joining us for another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate we do have a jam-packed show so we're going to get right to it with some of the headlines from this week and the headline that just really made me so upset, Matt, and I know you saw this too. You know, parents have lost their minds at their kids' games these days. And normally you think of like soccer moms or soccer dads, but this was a high school baseball game where an ump was sucker punched. Now keep in mind, these people volunteer for these games. I mean, they do it because of the love of the game. But we want to show you, this happened just outside of uh, Osceola County in Kissimmee. Look at that. I, I can't even that. I can't even watch that video. I'm standing this over guy, this guy like he's So something. the guy who did the sucker punching is a 41-year-old man. The guy on the ground shaking right now is a 63-year-old veteran. <laughs> right. He punched like that. He he does and, this because he loves the game. They don't get paid much to be umpires. Yeah. And Ugh. so and the sheriff in Osceola County was so upset because when they came and obviously arrested this guy, he was like, "Oh, I'm not allowed to defend my kid. That is not defending your kid, sir. I am sorry. And it was just every time I see that, I I get angry because there is never a need. What kind of what lesson are you teaching your child at this point? That's poor sportsmanship. And apparently this guy has done something similar before or he has been really ramping up the the uh, attitude before and this time it just really got out of control and when people saw that they obviously helped the 63 year old uh, umpire it, it just breaks your heart to see that he's going to be okay and that uh, the guy who did the sucker punching is well he's arrested yeah I think the the part that bugged me the most but there's video of him being walked in handcuffs the sucker punch guy he's He's smiling ear to ear laughing I mean what you just did was you're accused of hitting this 63 year old veteran and look I get I'm more defensive over my kids than I should be it could get me arrested one day but to go and sucker punch somebody over a kid's baseball game I mean he claims that the ump was uh, I don't know, reading his kid the riot act or yelling at his kid or something. I guess the, the the way they described it, authorities, was that the kid was making some sort of, you know, disturbance in the stands and the ump was like, hey, cut it out. The guy walks around and just cold cocks him right in the face, knocks him out. I mean, you could, you could kill a 63-year-old man like that. You could kill anyone like that if they fall and hit their head the wrong way. And what happened to having a teachable moment, letting your child know, okay, uh, maybe if you are doing that, you probably shouldn't, but this is absolutely not the way to handle this situation. Mm -hmm. So thank goodness that that umpire is going to be okay. And I hope this is just a lesson for some of the parents and just the ugly attitudes that you see out on on the fields these days. It's, It's awful. Yeah. People, people are crazy. You got to watch out for it. Uh, Exhibit B. Are you ready for this one? I'm not, but I know what it is. (laughs) A couple in Lake County 
they were going for a walk in their neighborhood. It's a golf neighborhood, and they decided they were going to walk on the cart path. That's where the golf carts obviously drive on the golf course to get around. And that's when they say one of the golfers started cussing at him, yelling at him, get off that cart path right now. That turns into an altercation between the walker and the golfer. And let me show you just some video of this guy, the beating he took from the golfer with the golf. This is the day after. This is the day Uh, I think it's maybe a few days after, actually. He had three broken ribs. His ear was nearly torn off, 40 stitches. And here's the golfer that deputies showed up and arrested. In this video, you can see he's just kind of stunned that he's being arrested. I'm not sure of his side of the story. We've tried going uh, to his dentist office because he is a dentist in that area. But here's what the guy who says he's the victim is saying about that. My wife was there. She's yelling, stop, stop. Let's get away from him. He lunges at me. This habit twice, like with the golf club. I'm like, stop it, stop it. You can't hit me, you know, when we're walking away. I never knew it. She just told me this today. I had the same thought. She said, um, this is how I'm going to lose him. Things really seem to be escalating quickly for some reason these days. Whether you're on a golf course, you're on a baseball diamond, People just make I mean, bad decisions. Mercury's in retrograde. I don't know. <sighs> what I have no happening? idea. But people, it's like you. And the guy was saying, he, he said, as soon as we recognized that he wanted to solve, he's like, oh, sorry. Okay, okay. And then apparently the guy who is the dentist was with his, again, son. <laughs> these lessons that we're teaching these kids. He was with his son and is like, watch watch this kid. I'm going to hit, dad's going to handle this. I don't know what you are thinking you're proving to anyone there. But that to me seems like there's more than just him being upset about that particular moment there's yeah. something else the, and and there was he a point hurt. this guy says uh, he was first hitting the leg with the golf club he threw a water bottle at the guy and then the beating ensued so mm. i mean obviously we're hearing one side of the story that guy was arrested uh, for battery and uh it's just i a, mean you have you seen the damage a golf club can do he again oh, he could have killed this guy yeah it's very <laughs> it's true. awful it's awful Okay, and so let's take you out of the sports. This is no longer a sports show. <laughs> and we're going to take still you to dangerous. crazy chase. <laughs> this thing went on for 15 miles. Apparently, this guy got up to 150 miles an hour. On top of that, while the police are chasing him, he blows through a school zone, which is just oh. terrifying to think of how bad that could happen. My Hit gosh. several patrol cars at the time. Let me show you some of this video. When they caught up to him, it's never going to be good. You very okay. rarely get away in a police chase. They were Ginger, they were going to pull this guy over for window tint. That was what he was getting pulled over for. And apparently he had maybe something to hide. Maybe there were some warrants out or something like that because he did not want to get caught going one 50 at times and people are terrified at the fact of what could have happened in this school zone as this guy's oh trying God. to get away and he was just going so fast blowing through a red light another terrifying situation in the state of florida yeah i don't care how fast you think you can go in your own car i guarantee you the cops can go faster <laughs> that police helicopter <laughs> once the helicopter's in the sky you might as well just give up because you ain't winning get to the chopper and- <laughs> yeah to the chopper <laughs> 
<laughs> that is the last, hopefully we will hear from that guy because that is a dangerous situation. Say for example, someone just crossing the street at a regular pace in or out of a crosswalk or a child were in that area. Yeah. In the school that, zone. That's, that's where that's it happens. That's the end of the story. That's the end of the story right there. All for a window tint or whatever else he was possibly trying to hide. But you know, uh, Thank goodness that he got he's caught and uh, hopefully will not be a problem on the streets again. Ever again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. We're going to stay with our theme of problems on the street. This one happened uh, in Duval County. I think it was I-10. Duval. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say it because I did it for a story once and people are like, yeah, you, you stink at it. Um, so... <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But about a million bees on a truck. Well, they got loose because a big rig rammed this truck. And those bees, you can see it. They're flying around, You can see them swarming there. Um, But the thing is, they weren't trying to sting anyone. They were trying to get back to their hive. And these are the important bees we always talk about that we really, really need to, to keep our food supply going. It's just one of those situations that if you come across it on the road, uh, you might not know what to do. But the thing to do is if the road is still open, just keep moving and mind your beeswax. <laughs> I knew you. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the terrible bee I pun. I just made it up right there. <laughs> and I cannot believe you actually did it. I'm wow. breaking out in hives now because of oh, what you did. Wow. Hey, wow. by the way, bees, a lot of money. This is what I learned in this story. Forty thousand dollars in bees and hives were killed. That is, like, if this. you're not afraid to get stung or if you're not allergic to bee stings, this is a great side hustle, and yeah. a lot of people do it. You know, just kind of, because we need it. So, if you're not afraid of getting stung, which I am, so this is never going to work for me. But you know, if you if you have ever had some fresh honey with a comb, oh, oh baby, oh yeah, there's nothing. It's else the best. Like it. it is. Yeah, so it's, it's great. It's good great. and yeah you know when you buy a little chunk of it from like whole foods or something it's mm. insanely expensive oh, it's like 20 dollars or something well that's yeah but that's the way it goes all right so we have gotten through our headlines and now it's time to introduce you to a young man who made a twitter account all about elon musk elon mm-hmm. musk has contacted him trying to get this account of this ucf student shut down the kids fighting the good fight we're gonna talk to him right after the break Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Florida's Fourth Estate. You know, what I love about this show, Matt, is that we get to meet some of the most interesting people, and many of them are based in Florida, and they're known around the world. Our guest today made headlines when probably you would call him a kid at the time, basically, compared to us. There's a young man. His name is Jack Sweeney. He's a UCF student. He has a very famous, world-renowned Twitter <laughs> handle that is Elon Musk's jet. It tracks Elon's jet. He does this for a bunch. He does it for Russian oligarchs and mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg and all that. And he's made national headlines because he has used publicly available data to track the jets of billionaires. 
most notably Elon Musk. And it all started because Jack's dad is in the airline industry. Jack, first off, I want to say welcome. You're just across town from us. Thanks for joining us for Florida's Fourth Thank Estate. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is totally our pleasure. Can you just explain to us how you got into this? Because from what I was reading about you, you used to track planes to see if your dad was going to be getting home on time, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we'd pick him up at the airport. He works out of state. Uh, you know, he comes back like every week. And so like I knew about the flight tracking apps um, and I would just learn a little bit more and more. And then um, I had an interest in Elon Musk and uh, where he was, what he was doing. And then I figured that he had a private jet and that I could track it myself, but nobody was really doing it. So I started doing it during my free time during COVID and figured out how to do it. Yeah, so you figured out how to do it, right? Um, and it's something, it's information that we can all have access to. But when you started doing it, and then you realized how much attention it was getting, tell me what the thought process was when you realized like, oh, he doesn't like it. Yeah, I mean, even before Elon like took interest in it, surprisingly, it was all like Tesla and Elon fans that loved, you know, following it. And then Elon you know, reached out to me and he didn't really like it, but, um, yeah, it was, what did honestly, he say to you when he reached out to you? What did he like, um, like take it down kid or what, you know, like, give us an idea of what he said, what that conversation was thing, like. Uh, yeah. So he, uh, hit me up in the Twitter DMS and it was like 1am here in Florida time. Um, he was like, Hey, can you take this down? And then, uh, he was asking how it worked. He didn't have really any idea in how it worked. And, um, and I was like, you know, I've put a lot of work into this and to just take it down, you know, I didn't, I didn't really want to. And, uh, you know, the discussion probably went on for a month, you know, like a couple messages a week. Yeah. And, and you, he offered you, it sounds like about $5,000. And yeah, this is sure. my favorite part of the whole story because you're like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll do it for 50. And I've heard you get kind of some backlash on this for uh, online yeah. like people being like oh no he's being greedy or whatever i i love that uh, the savviness of being like you know what i feel like this is worth something to you i'll stop doing it using yeah. this publicly available information for 50 grand or a tesla and an internship <laughs> with you but that didn't work yeah. i kind of thought a guy like elon would maybe see your ingenuity and think yeah okay let's great. do it yeah yeah i mean i like the guy but like you know, I'm not going to stop just because he's my favorite fan, you know, and it, it means something to me. And really in my lifetime, I'm going to have more than, you know, $5,000, I'm sure. And that seems like relatively what I could get out of it could be more than that. Yeah, I can guarantee you, you're going to get more than $5,000 in your lifetime. I, I, I'd yeah. bet my next paycheck on it. So it's surprising to hear you say that. I don't think I've read this. Like he didn't understand uh, quite how what you were doing worked right and here's a guy who sends rockets up to the iss and lands the booster you know back on drone yeah. ships were you surprised by that i mean yeah i mean he's flown jets before he know he definitely knows his plane has a tail number but he didn't know that like it was so trackable you know he was like air traffic control is so primitive he's like it's always the same code you use to track it um, and then he was asking me what he should do, like how to prevent people from tracking him. Um, yeah, it's it's 
kind of crazy, but he is like notorious, like being against the FAA. So I'm sure this is like even more of that where he does, he is not very much of a fan of the FAA for their space rules and space launch rules. Like yeah. That. He has had some issues with them over that and, and some other things. So I'm curious, you know, we all watched Elon Musk buy Twitter for $44 billion in the name of free speech. He said, yeah. I'm going to, I'm buying this platform because I'm tired of people's voices being restricted by the powerful. I'm unleashing this to everybody. But the very first free speech that impacts him, which is you using that publicly available data, he shuts you down. Yeah. Were you surprised by that? They say never meet your heroes. Are you disappointed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely different because like he literally put out a tweet out to the hundreds of millions of followers that he has. That was like my commitment to free speech extends even to not betting the plane tracking uh or the account tracking my plane, even though that's a direct personal safety risk. Like that's the complete opposite of what he eventually did. He, you know, he wiped all of my accounts out. Do you feel bad a little bit about this? Because Elon Musk is saying this has impacted his life. He claims now yeah. we all heard this story about how uh, one of his kids was in a car. Somebody yeah. jumped on top of the hood of the car and he specifically blamed accounts like yours for telling people his location, but you say you hadn't tracked him for like 24 hours before yeah, that. What, what happened exactly. with that? Um, so like the latest tweet was more than 24 hours before that. And people had found out where that event happened. And it was like a big distance from any airport. And you know, it was a car, not a, a plane. I'm not tracking the car. I, I can't imagine. It's hard for me to picture being an Elon Musk's situation where he does get a lot of threats and a lot of hate do you worry have has that kept you up at all at night that telling people where his plane is located and and where they are when they get there could maybe hurt somebody that you clearly have a lot of respect for mm -hmm. um i mean not really i don't think it's that big of an issue with the airport airports being secure and the teams he has and people are watching out for him you know he's got like teams before he or even arrives on a plane watching out for what's going on around where he arrives and stuff like that. Okay. So, I mean, he uh, arguably is one of the most powerful people in the world, especially when it comes to tech. What do you want to do, Jack? I know you still, yeah, I mean, you're a programmer, you do a, a whole bunch of things, but what is it uh, that you would love to see yourself doing maybe a few years from now? Um, probably definitely some kind of software programming. Um, currently I was still interested in doing something with aviation and aircraft as I am right now, but I mean, there are a lot of interesting things, especially with AI being developed. Um, yeah, I, I think something in the future I might want to do with AI and stuff like GPT, stuff like that. It's very interesting. You're over at UCF. That is a, a big portion of our market is all those kids uh, going to school at UCF. How has that school, has they have they reached out to you? Now, it's kind of rare for one student at a college to garner as much worldwide attention as you have. Has your school said anything to you about this? Have they reached out in any way? Um, they checked on me back when, like, you know, the news was major and, you know, stuff was going on. They were just making sure I was doing well. Um, 
but they don't have any problem with it. And I think they like uh, probably some amount of, you know, getting UCF's name out there. Yeah, that's cool. Jack, what do your parents think of all this? Your dad is sort of the inspiration. I bet they mm-hmm. were freaked out when your name was all over the world in every online magazine and newspaper. Um, I mean, definitely my mom had a little bit of concern, but my grandma was like, you know, wow, this is, she couldn't believe it. She was like, why, why, why? I don't know if I like this. So grandma was unsure. You didn't pass the grandma test with this one. Yeah, I, I'm sure I would have been, I would have been a little wigged out. I'd have probably been sleeping outside your door, making sure no creeps, uh, you know, if it were one of my kids. We were excited to talk to you uh, and, and I hope all of this has a positive impact on your life and that, that going toe to toe and sword fighting with one of the world's most powerful people only makes you stronger in the end. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for watching Florida's Fourth Estate. You can download it from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News 6 Plus.